This is Joe Sabarone, the CEO and Corporate Learning Consultant of A Fool for Learning. And our foolish thought for the day is sexual harassment training with Kurt Neems, part two. Kurt is the founder of Working With Respect LLC, along with his wife, Laura Zam, and has over 40 years of experience in education, or organizational training, and instructional design. He worked for the ethics office at the World Bank, and his training took him to over 40 countries uh, at, at, for the World Bank. Currently, he's developing a sexual harassment prevention training for the Millennium Challenge Corporation, a federal international development agency, and he's also working as a workplace coach. Kurt, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Joe. Great to be here. And in the second part of our, our presentation, our podcast, the second podcast we're going to do with you today, what I'd like to talk with you about is why should an organization do this sort of training? What happens if this sort of training is not done in an organization? Okay, great question. You know, since Me Too, um, a lot of states have mandated mandatory employers to sexual harassment training um, every year or every two years. And the, re the restrictions actually have become um, more um, uh, tighter. Whereas in the past, uh, in some states, it was uh, if you had 50 or more employees, then you had to do this training. California, for example, just lowered that to five. So uh, small businesses that have five employees have to have this training. And um, New York made it uh, recently that uh, any business, no matter what the size, has to do sexual harassment training every so often. So there's a compliance element to it um, for, for the first part. And so even if New York, if even if I'm a sole employer in New York, does that mean I have to do some sort of online training? Just just curious. Well, it, you can do training in any way that is offered. Um, online training is one way to do the training, sexual harassment training, and it's shown not to be that effective. Um, but um, some uh, most organizations can purchase these kinds of trainings off the shelf if they want to. And so... Can we talk just a little bit about why why this sort of uh, training is, is needed? What happens if or what happens in organizations that may not have this sort of training? Well, if you've been watching the news for the past uh, three years, you've seen what can happen to an organization. For example, the Weinstein Corporation. They had a very high performing um, person, Harvey Weinstein. And it was known for years and years and years that he was a sexual predator. Uh, and yet they did a cost-benefit analysis and they said, well, we can just pay off these people and that's cheaper than actually getting rid of our star performer. Well, as you know now, that company is out of business. They went bankrupt. Um, and uh, it really, you know, the brand was, was destroyed. And there are risks like that. You know, every day when the newspaper we read about another uh, allegation of sexual harassment or another lawsuit. Um, and these lawsuits can really add up for organizations, you know, it, just to handle a lawsuit if um, a person goes to the Equal Employment Opportunity, uh, Equal Opportunity Employment Commission and reports sexual harassment in their workplace, an employer on the average spends $125,000 preparing for, to fight that lawsuit. 
And uh, if they lose the lawsuit, then it could be millions of dollars of reparation and legal fees that they pay to the person who is harassed. So there's really a business case for, for doing this. But even before you, you get to, let's say, the legal aspect of a lawsuit, in, in what ways do does it cost an institution or a company? Mm-hmm. What are some things that sexual harassment in the workplace will, will, will cost? What, how does it harm the inst- an organization? Right. Very, very good question. It's, um, there are a lot of measurable costs uh, that actually present sizable risks uh, to organizations. Um, one of the things that you see in, in workplaces where they consider a hostile work environment that allows sexual harassment and harassment is there's high turnover. And it costs, I just heard the other day, an average of 200% of a person's salary to replace them. Mm-hmm. So that's a major cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, people take more sick days uh, and there are stress-related illnesses, mm-hmm. so productivity goes way down. And there are more disability claims. And then people also start checking out uh, their productivity wanes. Um, and actually, they can start sabotaging the, the employer, uh, you know, stealing from the company um, and those kinds of things. So there are a lot of quantifiable costs. And that's, that's interesting to note. I hadn't thought about, I've thought about some of them, you know, but not all of them. So I think that's really an important thing to think about as, um, you know, the, an organization and the head of an organization and, and dealing with this particular issue. The, the final question I, I have for you, um, Kurt, is let's say you have a small company, maybe five or six people. We're not talking about New York or, or California, just, just in general, maybe five or six people. Maybe it's a husband and wife who, who run the company, and then they have a couple of employees, which is kind of fairly typical. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are no issues of any sort of, of sexual harassment going on. It, it, should they take this sort of training? Will it help? Will it harm? Will it make? In other words, you know, sometimes you try to do good things, and and it brings harm, more harm, more bad than good. So what I'm saying to you, a question, the bottom line question to you is, if if you have a small organization, everything is running okay, is this something that should be done? Well, I would say first, uh, if you're in that position to check with your lawyer to see if there's like a state regulation Mm -hmm. that you have to have this kind of training. The other thing, um, just because a, a company doesn't see sexual harassment or there are no reports of sexual harassment, you have to realize that people are really scared of raising um, raising it as an issue or reporting it because of fear of retaliation, uh, fear of lack of confidentiality, uh, fear of being fired, obviously, um, and which is what we see playing out all the time in the press. So it may be there um, and people just don't know about it because people are afraid to speak up. So I think it's always good as a preventative thing. And then also, um, you know, being treated like a human being is a human <laughs> human right, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't. Uh, most organizations have the philosophy that you know you should. The, the employer has to um, provide a safe and secure workplace mm-hmm. for their employees. So this is part of the part and parcel of that. You know, creating a, a values-based um, workplace where people feel comfortable speaking up and uh, not fearing. You know, challenging this, the status quo, and then also um, are not subject to untoward behaviors. Well, Kurt, thank you very much for uh, being part of our second podcast and talking about what happens if 
what can happen in a workplace and what happens if this sort of training uh, is not conducted. Um, Kurt, if, if someone wants to get a hold of you to either speak with you about this type of training or maybe to bring you into their organization for you to conduct this sort of training, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, good question. Well, they can reach me through my website, which is workingwithrespect.com, or they can call my cell phone number, which is 202-403-9084. I'd be happy to discuss options or even just give advice. And our next podcast, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit to Kurt about how does he stay on top of on what I like to call on top of his game, meaning how does he stay abreast of what's happening uh, in this particular field and, and keeping and knowing all of the different resources that are available. This is Joseph Brown, the CEO and corporate learning consultant of A Fool for Learning, signing out. Remember, learn, perform, succeed.